were the wildfires started by Antifa? Mr. Reagan. In this issue of the Crusader, the communists call not only for extensive chaos within the cities, but for putting to the torch every village, every forest, every field, and every barn. The plan is for raging fires from one city to the next. Robert Williams says this. A few years of violent, sporadic, and highly destructive uprisings will set the stage for the grand finale. After the stage is properly set through protracted struggle, America could be brought to her knees in 90 days of highly organized, fierce fighting, sabotage, and massive firestorm. Now, I have heard from police in Oregon that at least some of the current fires are suspected to have been set by Antifa. Now, if Antifa is doing this, I desperately hope the FBI or local police can prove it because this is going way, way, way too far. And this is totally within the game plan of Antifa. It makes total sense for them to do this. But let's talk about that later. For right now, let's assess the damage. The biggest of those fires is burning across California, Oregon, and Washington. Hundreds of thousands of acres have so far been raised, and extreme heat and high winds continue to fuel the fires to near uncontrollable levels. The fires have killed 15 people, destroyed entire towns, hundreds of people's homes, and who knows how much ecological damage has been done. Now, this is incredibly personal to me, Oregon is arguably the worst hit state currently. And one of the fires was moving directly towards my parents' house just the other day, as well as the houses of many of my other relatives. Thankfully, the fire did not reach our properties, but it was quite a scare. The sky over the town was red, totally red, just like you've probably seen in the images coming out of San Francisco. Now, my family got lucky, but consider all of the hundreds of families who were not so lucky. This one-year-old boy, Uriel Highland, he was killed by the fires. This, in, this entire thing is just tragic. Now, why do people think that this is Antifa? What is the evidence? That, in one moment, first I have to sell you something. The Consumer Credit Reporting Agency Experian just had a data breach, and this data breach revealed the information of 24 million individuals and 800,000 businesses exposing them to future phishing attempts. This should be a wake-up call to all of us about how important it is to take our online identities seriously. And the best way to do that is through the use of VPN. A VPN helps safeguard your information so businesses and websites are less likely to be able to use your information against you. The VPN I use is Virtual Shield, and I keep it on 24-7 while I'm browsing online. Virtual Shield has a strict no-log policy, plus it was built from the ground up specifically for privacy protection. Not to make a profit from your data. Virtual Shield believes that you have a right to remain private. Due to the recent pandemic, Virtual Shield is offering its services for 50% off to help customers who need to protect themselves, as well as a free 30-day trial. Go to virtualshield.com slash Mr. Reagan or click in the description below. Don't let your browsing history be used against you. One of the fires in California was reportedly started by a gender reveal gone wrong. We've all heard about that. But here's the thing. That's only one of 200 fires across nine states. And that is the only cause that the media is reporting about. There have been 48 fires in Oregon alone. And, and all of this is being blamed on a gender reveal party. That's the only cause that's being reported. Of course, Trevor Noah, 
the political activist that hosts The Daily Show and claims to be a comedian, took the opportunity to criticize gender reveals as outdated. Like given everything we're learning about gender, gender reveal parties should only happen when the child is old enough to know their actual gender and to pitch in some cash for the fire damage. And of course, the loony left are taking this opportunity to create more climate change hysteria. Extreme heat and high winds continue to fuel the fires to near uncontrollable levels caused by climate change. Barack Obama tweeted, the fires across the West Coast are just the latest examples of the very real ways our changing climate is changing our communities. Protecting our planet is on the ballot. Vote like your life depends on it, because it does. <laughs> If you don't vote, if you don't vote for Biden, you'll die. <laughs> A little overly dramatic there. Barry. Greta Thunberg also tweeted about this, of course, also blaming climate change. She wrote, reporting is not enough. Connecting the dots is not enough. Mentioning the link to the climate crisis is not enough, even though it would kind of help if we are to have a small chance. This needs to be our main focus is it needs to dominate the news all the time. Yes, that's what we need to do, Greta Thunberg. We need to report about climate change hysteria every minute of every day. But here's the thing. The problem of wildfires may be directly due to radical environmentalists. We know for certain that it is at least in part indirectly due to radical environmentalists. But there's actually been rumors in Washington state that these fires are being set deliberately by radical environmentalists in order to create the appearance of devastation through climate change and therefore create hysteria and affect political legislation to deal with it. If that's true, that's a scandal of epic proportions, maybe second only to the Russia Gate scandal. But what's even crazier about it is just how much forest has been destroyed in the past few days. If this is environmentalists doing this, they are creating a lot of environmental damage in order to protect the environment. But no one, no one ever said leftists were sane. There's been three million acres burned. Three million. That's more land area than both the states of Rhode Island and Delaware combined. That's more land area than 35 whole countries. It's mind-boggling. So let's, let's get into the Antifa thing. Many on the left are downplaying this, calling it fake news, etc. But here's the thing. I've heard from police officers in Oregon. I've heard that this is, in fact, true. Many officers in Oregon are convinced that these fires are intentionally being set by Antifa. Of course, Snopes says it's absolutely false. But, but here's what's weird about that. How the hell do they know? There was one story in Medford about Antifa activists that were arrested for setting fires that was disputed by the police there. Okay, so... They're saying that that's fake news, right? But that's one story, one incident. People are talking about incidents all over. You don't know that it's false. It should be rated unproven or unclear or not enough information or something like that. But to say false, I mean, you have to be pretty damn sure that it's not true. But they don't know. If it is Antifa starting those fires, it makes sense that they put out false information to discredit anybody claiming they were behind the fires. There's all these rumors that it's Antifa, people have some evidence here and there. So Antifa throws out some misinformation, right? They throw out some fake news so that people don't know what to believe. And then somebody like Snopes falls for it because they're complete morons. I mean, nobody takes Snopes seriously anyway these days. But to make a claim so definitively, to make a claim 
that could not possibly be definitive. That suggests to me that there is some strong motivation, some strong intention behind that. I mean, the media is definitely trying to steer people away from the Antifa story. I wouldn't be surprised if the writer of that Snopes article was, in fact, a member of Antifa themselves. Now, so far, I've been able to find stories of at least seven incidents of arson, which could have led to at least some of the wildfires that we've seen ravaging the Western states. But there are countless stories of people seeing arsonists setting fires, especially along what we call the I-5 corridor, which is the main interstate that runs through Washington, Oregon, and California. Scott has, as you guys know, has been up on the Wilhoit fire, and there's a hayfield right across the street from, from our driveway, and there's um, right before Markham Circle. And he noticed out in the hayfield, there's some big round bales, and they one of them has a smiley face on it. I'm sure if you live out there, you know what I'm talking about. And he noticed two guys in gas masks out there, um, and they're trying to set the... the freaking field on fire the the hay bale on fire the big bale i know there was a sighting of two guys um in gas masks last night up on sawtell trying to start a fire which somebody then said was false i'm here to tell you that that is actually happening scott watched them trying to start a fire on that round bale across from our driveway on highway 213. it appeared as though the power pole that fell down had been cut not something that we see very often, not something we see at all. Someone had actually cut through a power pole with a chainsaw, leaving it dangling from high voltage wires overhead near a substation in the middle of a neighborhood. The amount of current they're, they're carrying, very dangerous. This doesn't appear to be the work of a random vandal. The determination that was shown, first being successful one day and then coming back and trying four more, that speaks to me to be more than just kids vandalizing. What could possibly be the motivation behind this in your mind? We, yeah, that's being explored. We don't know yet. It could be someone with a grudge. It could be something else. So is this Antifa? There are five reasons why people seem to be suspecting Antifa. Number one, this guy. This is Jeffrey Accord. Jeff is a strong Antifa and Black Lives Matter activist. He's been arrested before in Ferguson, and he was arrested on September 9th, just a couple of days ago, for starting a fire in Washington State. He shot a video of himself, and he claims that he was the one who called in the fire, but police believe that he actually set the fire. I'm out here in 167 right now. Uh, looks like a fire just literally just started. I just rolled up on it, and um, right now it looks like it's going... Crazy. Number two, Antifa and Black Lives Matter activists are arsonists. They've been setting fires in Portland every night for months. I mean, of course the media wants to dismiss this, but no sensible person can dismiss this possibility. Hell, they chant, burn it down. Burn it down. Burn it down. Number three, the sheer number of arsons going on at the moment suggests an organized effort. I grew up in Oregon. I heard about arsonists from time to time, but it was very rare. In the past few days, there have been a seriously unusual number of people arrested for arson. I've looked into most of their social media accounts, and they've either got no online media presence at all, or their accounts are barren, as if they've been scrubbed. So, if Antifa is organizing these fires, they're telling their minions to hide their Antifa, BLM, radical political affiliations. 
Antifa's gotten way more savvy as they've been rioting. They no longer permit anyone, even their own people, to film them with phones. They'll often physically attack anyone shooting a video. Number four, this is in keeping with Antifa's mission. I made a video recently about the Marxist history of Black Lives Matter. Antifa also has roots in Marxism. The original anti-fascists were communists. The Berlin Wall was officially called by those in Soviet-controlled East Germany. It was called the Anti-Fascist Protection Rampart, as if the loving socialist authoritarians were guarding the vulnerable East Germans for those vicious fascists in the West like America and Britain. The Marxist legacy that led to the development of groups like Antifa and Black Lives Matter is precisely this, just as the film I played for you at the beginning of this video illustrates. They've always wanted to physically level the United States. That has always been the goal, total destruction and chaos. The ideological foundation of this is the idea that out of destruction can grow a better system, a Marxist system. In fact, one Antifa protester that I met in Portland the other day said exactly this. What do you think about the protests that are going on? Uh, but do you have any inside knowledge about it? Do you, what are your feelings on it specifically? I would say, the, the only time that anything good has been born was through ashes. And unfortunately, that's the truth because that's just how humans are. We're not peaceful animals. We're very violent. We have to fight about it. And then we will learn after we fight about it. Number five, the police themselves seem to believe it. Official statements from a couple of police departments have dismissed the Antifa rumors. But that's not what actual cops are saying. Police officers are stating privately that they believe this is Antifa. And I'm not the only person who has access to Oregon police officers. There's a good chunk of the population who personally know cops. Their uncle might be a cop, their neighbor, and they talk to these people. And they're getting the truth directly from them, whatever the official statement from the department might be. So a lot of people believe this in Oregon. Not just, it's, this is not just rumor. This is not just speculation. This is people talking amongst each other and figuring out what's actually going on. And then there's this. This was caught on a police scanner. This is the police looking for a guy throwing Molotov cocktails out the window of his truck, starting fires along the highway. Ha, huh, let me think. Who's been using Molotov cocktails lately? Look, there's, there's a few possibilities here. Maybe it is Antifa, but maybe it's these environmental nuts. Or maybe it's neither of them. Maybe it's just a series of strange coincidences. Maybe, maybe just a ton of arsonists all got the same idea at the same time, and they, they set all these fires, and boom, now we're in this horrible situation. Stranger things have happened. But I don't think so. The simplest explanation is often the truth. And to me, both of these types of people have perfect motive to burn down forests. Marxist Antifa Black Lives Matter activists, total destruction. Radical environmentalists perpetuate climate change hysteria. So here's my theory. They're all the same people. Radical leftists need not choose to be either Antifa or radical environmentalists. They can be both. And this would double their motive. So it all seems way too likely to me that this is just some big coincidence. I'm convinced that this is Antifa. Now, Antifa didn't cause the weather conditions. It has been exceptionally hot. But it gets hot in Oregon every summer. This is not unusual. 
And it's very windy in Oregon. That's, that's pretty typical as well. But the high winds and the heat at the same time, now that is unusual. So whoever started these fires, they got really lucky if optimal destruction was in fact their intention. Look, I think this is Antifa. But on the off chance that it's not Antifa, this is still Antifa's mission. Destruction. They must be stopped. And the best way to stop them? Vote for Donald Trump in November. And vote for Republicans in all state and local races. All right, well, that's it for me. And remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they know so much that is not so. Good night. Those who would trade our freedom for the soup kitchen of the welfare state have told us they have a utopian solution of peace without victory. They call their policy accommodation. They say we offer simple answers to complex problems. Well, perhaps there is a simple answer. That we want our national policy based on what we know in our hearts is morally right. 